So long story short, as a general rule, it is an absolute terrible, terrible idea to just quit a perfectly good chapter 13 case that's going. Um, I know there are a lot of people out there who are not attorneys, who do not have a bar license, but they give legal advice anyway. And they tell their coworkers or whoever they might be, I kind of suspect there are some people in certain professions who give legal advice that shouldn't do so, but I shouldn't go accusing anybody without hard concrete evidence, but it it's a bad idea to quit. And there's no way you're going to get rid of your debt on your own, by yourself, faster, better, and cheaper than a chapter 13. Welcome to the Bankruptcy Podcast, a podcast about untangling the complex world of bankruptcy in Georgia. Each week, we deliver the best insights and practical advice on how to navigate the legal waters of bankruptcy with expert guidance and real life stories. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kelly. Hello, this is Jeff Kelly, and in today's video, I want to talk about people who voluntarily dismiss their Chapter 13. Now, do you have an absolute right to voluntarily dismiss your Chapter 13 anytime you want to? Pretty much, yes. I mean, it would have to be, you know, some bad faith. Why in the world would anybody want to just up and quit a good, solid Chapter 13 that's working, right? Well, I've been doing this for about 25 years now. I'm a consumer bankruptcy attorney in the Northern District of Georgia. And every now and then I get some clients that will come up with some really bad ideas. For example, I had some clients, they were on their road to wiping out a good amount of debt, headed toward discharge. And along came the dream house deal of a lifetime. And it, you know, honestly, it looked like it was really going to push their budget to the absolute limit and beyond, but they wanted to voluntarily dismiss their case so they could go buy this bigger, more expensive house that was the dream of a lifetime. So in those types of situations, I have to honor my client's wishes, but I do make, anytime I get in that type of situation, I do make my clients sign a release saying, Hey, I, my attorney says, this is a terrible idea. I am freely choosing to reject my attorney's professional legal advice. And I wish to voluntarily dismiss my case and suffer the consequences that, that may result. So what are those consequences? Well, for one thing, if you're paying a car through a chapter 13, as soon as your case is dismissed, your creditor can come repossess that car at any moment. If there was a creditor that was trying to garnish your wages before your chapter 13 case was filed, guess what's going to happen after your case is dismissed, after you voluntarily quit it? That same creditor is going to come after you with guns a-blazing. In Georgia, they can take 25% of your check. They can clean out your entire checking account up to the amount of the debt. And if you own a house, they can put a lien on your house. And what's really crazy, I haven't seen it a whole lot, but I did see it in one case where 
some judgment creditor had a lien on the house, the mortgage was pretty low, they can foreclose judgment liens. They can pay off your first mortgage and call it out on the courthouse steps and they, they can own your house. And that's kind of scary. So long story short, as a general rule, it is an absolute terrible, terrible idea to just quit a perfectly good chapter 13 case that's going. I know there are a lot of people out there who are not attorneys, who do not have a bar license, but they give legal advice anyway. And they tell their coworkers or whoever they might be, I kind of suspect there are some people in certain professions who give legal advice that shouldn't do so, but I shouldn't go accusing anybody without hard concrete evidence, but it's a bad idea to quit. And there's no way you're going to get rid of your debt on your own by yourself faster, better, and cheaper than a chapter 13. It's just, as a general rule, it, it's not going to happen. I know a lot of people have this fantasy that, oh, all my creditors are going to settle with me for pennies on the dollar, right? No. If you've got serious cash, maybe you can, you can pull that off. But the thing that you have to be really careful about when you do something like that, you have to take taxes into consideration. And so if you do have a big old chunk of cash and you're wanting to try to negotiate and settle your debts with your creditors, let's say you owe $10,000 to a credit card company and you settle for $5,000 cash and you cut the check. They say, great. And you think you're done and it's gone and it's over and you've got no more debt problems, right? Ding, ding, ding. One little problem, that $5,000 that the credit card company wrote off, they have to report that to the IRS. And that will be counted as income to you. And now you have taken credit card debt that we were either going to completely wipe out in your case, or you know, even in a 100% plan, we were going to pay it back at 0% interest. Now you have transformed that debt into non-dischargeable tax debt. Bad idea. Now, every now and then, is there other situations where, yeah, you probably should voluntarily dismiss the Chapter 13? And again, you know, we're talking general rules here, general ideas. Do not rely on this video for your legal advice. You need to talk to a consumer bankruptcy attorney in your area, in your state, and you need to know how the law specifically applies to you, okay? But I'm just talking very generally here. Now, every now and then, we will get somebody who is in an active Chapter 13, and they have a ton of equity in their house, more equity than I can protect with our measly Georgia exemption statute, which currently stands at $21,500 for a single person, and 43000 for a married couple. So every now and then I'll get a case where we're paying back all the debts, everything, uh, 100 cents on the dollar to protect that exposed equity in the house. And somebody loses their job, tragedy strikes, whatever. And the person who's in the perfectly good, wonderful chapter 13 case can't make the payments anymore. Well, step one, 
we want to file, you know, a, a motion to suspend the plan payments for a certain period so this person can find another job. But what do you do when you get in those situations where there is no new job coming, there is no hope of new job coming, and we are just in deep? In some of those situations, it might make sense to voluntarily dismiss the case. Why? Well, because you don't want to allow a Chapter 13 trustee to convert your case to a Chapter 7 unless you really want the Chapter 7 trustee to sell your house and a Chapter 7 trustee can and will do that when there's exposed equity in your house. And if you wait too long and the trustee has it converted over to a Chapter 7, you're not going to be able to voluntarily dismiss your case at that point. You have to convert. You have to voluntarily dismiss your case before the Chapter 13 trustee gets their order converting your Chapter 13 case to a Chapter 7. Why would you want to? Why might it make sense to do that? Well, personally, I think if you are going to market your house and sell it, which you should do, if you're in a situation that you can't afford it anymore and there's tons of equity, you're going to get a higher price than a Chapter 7 trustee is going to get. So, I mean, think about it. It's, it's kind of just common sense. If a Chapter 7 trustee is selling a house and a buyer knows that, they are going to demand a lower price and a discount because they know, hey, this house is in bankruptcy and the Chapter 7 trustee is under pressure to get the house sold and to get it done quickly. So as a general rule, I don't think you're going to get as high a price allowing a Chapter 7 trustee to sell your house than you would if you did it yourself. Now, having said that, you know, when when would it make sense to let a Chapter 7 trustee to sell the house? Well, if we're getting close to foreclosure, you know, and you don't have time to sell the house, hey, you know, those types of cases, it might make sense to file a Chapter 7 and let the trustee take over and, and see what they can get out of it. Like what you hear so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you're intrigued by the world of bankruptcy and want a comprehensive guide to help you get out of debt, head on over to kellycanhelp.com slash welcome and subscribe to our email list to have a guide to bankruptcy in Georgia. Helping people get out of debt delivered right to your inbox. Now back to the show. But back to voluntarily dismissing your case. Section 109G of the Bankruptcy Code basically states that if you voluntarily dismiss your case and there is a pending motion for relief, you are not going to be able to refile your Chapter 13 for a period of 180 days. What's the purpose of that section? Well, it keeps people from like trying to play coy with a mortgage company where somebody might live in the house, they don't make any payments, they don't pay the trustee either, case gets dismissed, they you know turn around and refile, aha, I'm doing it again, now I got the automatic stay again, case gets dismissed, and you refile again, aha, you can't foreclose on me, nanny, 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 no payments made to the mortgage company, and no, that, in the real world, that, that doesn't work. In the real world, if you're in Chapter 13 and you're not making your payments and the 
mortgage company files a motion for relief from the automatic stay, you cannot voluntarily dismiss your case and then expect to refile it to stop a foreclosure. No, no, no. 109G says 180 days. Another thing to consider for anybody who is thinking that they might game the system, there is this rule in the bankruptcy code that basically says this, if you have a case dismissed within the last year and you come back and refile it, you you have bankruptcy protection only for a period of 30 days. And you have to schedule what's called a motion to extend the stay if you want to file that second case. Now, this is for people who have had a Chapter 13 dismissed within the last year. Now, this gives a judge the opportunity to look at your case, and, and they will ask, tell me what happened in your last case. Why did it get dismissed? Why are you in a better position now to make the second case work? You got to have some decent reasons as to why your case got dismissed and why you can make this case go. And if your last case was shaky bakey and your new case is just as shaky bakey as the first one, there's a good chance a bankruptcy judge is going to say, no, this is never going to work. Forget it. We're not going to prevent the mortgage company from exercising their rights to take your house. That can happen. Now, if you have two bankruptcy cases get dismissed and you go and file a third one all within a 12-month period, you have no bankruptcy protection at all, not a zip zero when the third case is filed. What do you do then? You can file the case, but then you have to file an emergency motion to impose the stay. And your attorney will have to get up and argue what happened in the first two cases and why in the world should you be allowed to file a third? By the way, I don't do those. You're really skating on some thin ice. But if you're in one of those situations, I, I know an attorney who files those all the time, my good buddy Stan, and he'll get the vast majority of them approved. That, that's not an easy thing to do. As a general rule, those cases don't have the best success rate. So that's why most consumer bankruptcy attorneys won't even file a third one. But my good buddy Stan will. So if you need his number, give me a shout. I'll hook you up with, with Stan. So bottom line about voluntarily dismissing a chapter 13. I want to conclude with this. You know, if you're behind on mortgage payments, your house is about to get foreclosed and you got a ton of equity, that might make sense to voluntarily dismiss your case. Another situation that I hate it when this one happens, you're in the chapter 13, everything is going great and the car goes kaboom. Oh man, what do you do? You got to get back and forth to work. You cannot incur any new debt without permission from the bankruptcy court. And they will give you permission to buy another car, but good luck finding a car company who's going to be willing to finance you while you're in an active chapter 13. Most car companies won't do that. Every now and then we find one who will, but that's pretty rare. So in those cases, most people will voluntarily dismiss their case. They will go out and buy a new car the next day 
and then try to hold out for as long as they can on on refiling because you don't want to voluntarily dismiss one day, come back and refile the next. That looks really bad. You need to wait like many, many months as long as you can before you refile in, in those types of situations. So this is why it's so important when you do file a Chapter 13 that there's money in the budget for car maintenance and that you actually do the car maintenance because if the car goes kerplunk, that's not a good thing for you in your Chapter 13. Another situation where some people just can't help it, they get hit. Not, it's not their fault. Somebody hits them and the car gets totaled. And some of my clients, they, they drive these cars that may not maintain the highest value. And the insurance company just says, yeah, we're not going to fix this. We'll just stroke you a check. And <gasps> what do we do? You know, you, you could take the insurance proceeds and file a motion to substitute collateral. If you can find some collateral for the same value as what you're getting paid by the insurance company, which almost never happens in rare cases, it might. In those situations, most of the time, people are going to choose to voluntarily dismiss their case so they can go buy another car and then just pray hard that they can hold out for, you know, three or four months or more, six months, ideally, before they have to refile. So I think it's a terrible idea to voluntarily dismiss your case. There are some situations where, like we said, you're stuck, you have to. And in no world, I mean, it's just pure fantasy to think that if you're in an active chapter 13, that if you voluntarily dismiss it, you're going to be able to take care of your debts on your own in a cheaper, more economical fashion. That's baloney, fantasy. Every now and then I'll have a client that just insists on giving it a shot. And, you know, I tell them, hey, listen, when you need, you know, you got to sign this saying you're rejecting my advice and I don't, I don't think it's a good idea and you're choosing to do it anyway, but okay. You, but I always tell them, Hey, don't be afraid to come back. I mean, we're like judgment free zone. People make mistakes. People do some stupid things. If we're all honest, pretty much everybody has done some stupid things in their life at some point. So, Grace is one of the key values. It's one of the core values of my law firm. We try to show grace to everyone. And I absolutely demand that my employees also show grace because they're but for the grace of God go I. So if you ever do need to refile, if you've been in a bad spot, give me a call, 770-881-8449. And we can talk, see if we can come up with a plan to get you on track. I have a book that I have written on chapter 13 and chapter seven. And if you haven't already done so, go download a free copy of it at www.kellycanhelp.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-C-A-N-H-E-L-P.com slash welcome. You can get a free digital copy of my book right there. And we also have podcast on kellybankruptcy.com. If you got any questions, please don't have, hesitate to reach out. I feel like I have an amazing staff and the Google reviews to back it up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us this week on the Bankruptcy Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, kellybankruptcy.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show, 
you might want to check out our guide to bankruptcy in Georgia, helping people get out of debt. Available at kellycanhelp.com slash welcome. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.